Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Selena, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) We are apart from each other. (laughs) Yes. We are doing this via conference call. (laughs) Sort of. It's an internet thing. (laughs) But uh, I'm actually in Dallas, Texas. We just just finished uh, speaking at the EXO conference here. It's put on Mm -hmm. by Marriage Today at Gateway Church here in Dallas. Uh, It was fun, wasn't it? It was, it was kind of crazy. Uh, you know, we don't do this much, and we let the whole audience know they were so gracious to us. Yes, <laughs> but um, I think they Jesus were. was made big, and uh, I think we made a few people laugh as well. So, you know, I think <laughs> yeah, they laughed things. at us, though, not with us. <laughs> I know, but it was good. And gosh, the team there at Marriage Today just top notch, and um, yeah. Kaylee Church is a beautiful venue. I mean, man, we were just spoiled. I yeah. felt like. So good. So, so Brent, uh, Brent was so hospitable, and Emily and Madison and Michael, Janae and Michael. Yes, those two. They were our hosts, uh, which means best they were just basically our, ever. our friends for hire, is what it meant. New best <laughs> friends. I hope. I hope that's okay with them. <laughs> yes, they're a young couple. Um, yeah, and it's funny because Michael's middle name is Scott. So Michael Scott. Every time I started talking to him, I thought of The Office, which, as you all know, we are big fans. And, and he I'm trolled sure. you back, and he said, yeah. "What is this show?" And he's, he's like, "What's yeah. that?" Totally brilliant. <laughs> so um, yeah, so yeah, we're apart from each other, which is good. I I so I was there to help to speak. So we stayed two nights away from our babies, and then I came home early mm-hmm. Saturday, and you're down there meeting with some some other brothers in Christ, some pastors and some people that we just know in in Dallas and need to connect with. So it's been, it's fruitful for you and it's okay for us to be apart for a little while. So uh, Mm. we felt like the topic for today might be some, and something along the lines of integrity while you're apart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Five ways to maintain integrity while apart for work. Mm -hmm. So lots of you uh, maybe, you know, you, you or your spouse will travel periodically for work. We have friends that we know that travel often for work. It's yeah. just kind of the nature of today, right? Yeah. We get this um, question you, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Or you might be in the military and you're, you're away for a long period of right. time. This, right. Some of the stuff we say today will be, will be relevant to a longer, um, you know, like months at a time. But most of the right. stuff that I'm talking about and we'll talk about comes from a, like, you know, I'm just gone for a week or, or less. Right. So. So yeah, let's, before we do that, I, I'd love to hear from you, you know, Selena, we've talked a little bit, but we've both been busy because you've been uh, taking the girls around uh, without, you know, you're, you're doing it without me helping you, yeah, which you do good. most of the time anyway, when yeah. I'm working, but um, it's been good. Yeah. We haven't the really girls talked were... much, so I want to yeah. hear what's going on in your heart. Heart check. Yes. Um, so what book is in my hand? I got to have a flight home for about four hours of alone time and it was quiet it actually was quiet and it was good. And I got to read, I got to finally pick up this book that I've been wanting to read. Um, it's called teaching from rest by Sarah McKenzie, my friend, Lydia, um, Lydia and Burke. Uh, they, she recommended it to me. She homeschools her two little boys. We have a lot of friends that homeschool their kids and it is very much an option for us. And we're very much mm-hmm. um, leaning in that direction. And so she recommended this book about teaching from um, a place of rest and not just like, okay, we're all like peaceful and happy. It's it's a place of like deep anchored rest in mm-hmm. Jesus 
knowing that there's grace for our, um, our shortcomings, which no matter how hard we work and try and do, um, you know, we're always going to fall short, but God's grace is big enough to be there. I'm only into like the first chapter, so I can't say a ton yet, but, uh, so far it's really been, I mean, she, the author, I think is homeschooling five kids. And at the time she wrote this, she had had twins that were the youngest were like three or six months old. So she was, yeah. So she's, I mean, she's a beast and God is big in her. And she's like, (laughs) her first chapter is like, I should not be writing this book. Maybe that was the forward. (laughs) That's that's a great way to start a book. It really is great. (laughs) So good. And so, you know, just prompting about being anchored in Christ and having that peace, um, no matter what the storm and just, um, yeah, I guess creating a plan. So I, I, I need to, I'll revisit it, but it's so good. And it's so assuring um, to us because what's it I called mean, just, again? I'm not, I'm not gonna be able called, to do show notes because I'm, it's okay. It's called, on, it's called teaching from rest by Sarah McKenzie. It's on Amazon. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm just gonna, we, it's hard to, they, a lot of homes, there's a lot of thoughts about homeschooling and I am conflicted about all of them. Um, but when it comes down to it, they really say it's just an extension of parenting. And, um, that's kind of where we've been at and where we felt the Lord nice. was kind of impressed on our hearts. Um, Yeah. So that was good. And on that, going to the next one, what voices in your ear? Uh, we had the privilege to listen to Max Licato and Jefferson Bethke uh, that night at the conference. Yeah. And oh gosh, Max Licato is just a living legend of the gospel. Like he it just every word not, was like an atom bomb. Right? Every just, word did not miss a beat. Barely. I don't even know if he looked like, at his notes. I think he just this had guy's been for, writing and presenting for like four decades. Yeah. And, and he's tell. a pastor. I mean, he's, he's just, yeah. you just want to yeah. run up and hug him. He's just the coolest um we got to sit <laughs> and just make our- so much of jesus and like yes. and his illustrations were so vivid the words he used them like i've only heard that word used in in conversation like once in my life and he's <laughs> using these words like constantly so yeah and he just- we got to sit front row i was just baffled like it was just it was awesome yeah. to be a part of that um and then jeff got up afterwards so it was just like one end of the spectrum to the other as far as like presentation because um Max Lakato is very, uh, he's from Texas. He has a church in Texas. So it's a bit much more slower yeah. pace. And if you know Jefferson Bethke, he is not. And it is so he's good. He's not slow pace. He's not slow pace at all. He's zero to 100 right when from the get out and he, right from the get the gate. And he, he says that right there. But he's so great. And they're old friends of ours from originally Pacific Northwesterners. And I don't know, his, his message was so great. It just, oh gosh, it just like affirmed me and all the things that we're thinking and how we want to like bring our family up, not just to like independently, like shoot them out into the world, but to have this kind of, um, like an agrarian approach, I guess a little bit to, yeah, to a little bit more of a classical sort of yeah. and not classical, not that, not the homeschool curriculum. Like, what's that called? Classical, classical conversations. conversations, not yeah. that, but, um, in more of a, we're, we're not just trying to prepare them for independence, but we're, we're really trying to create a spiritual, like, lineage right, right. kind of right. in the same sense that early early israel did that um spiritually right um, anyway and it was really yeah, good we can't really summarize it here jeff but. he's a beast and he just brought it home that night and it was really great to listen to him and he yeah and Alyssa is wonderful mom hanging out at home with the kiddos and they're just a wonderful family so we just felt so encouraged to be able to sit on the front row and support him and also just hear what he had to say. I mean, he just really affirmed a lot of things in our hearts. So getting on to the next point, what's stirring in your heart? Um, uh, two things. I was talking to someone yesterday and it was, I feel like there is this sort of like ripple effect theme that I'm seeing more. Um, 
not not for my legacy, not for a fierce marriage legacy, not for Selena's legacy, but for the legacy of of Jesus and and the spiritual um, effect that so he will have on our children and prayerfully, you know, we pray that our, the generations after that it will not be us yet. Maybe they'll look to us and say, Oh, great grandma taught us so much about Jesus, but I want them to like experience him in a real way. And I want that to be such a strong thread uh, throughout our family that it, it, it just, it's, yeah. it's going to be something hard to, to cut out of a life um, that is in our family. And then, also on the, along that, um, the next generation, I mean, Brent asked us, I think on the podcast, they said, how do you like kind of reconcile basically like God's word and the generation that you're in today, you know, like, no, they don't value God's word essentially. And, um, how are you speaking to those generations about marriage who may not be bought in? And it just really, I don't know. I feel like God's really been prompting my heart. Like Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Like there's nothing about him that's changing and so that is so encouraging to me. And we are just presenting him again and again and again and right. again. And marriage is this venue that we do this. And so just remembering that as, as much as I've been told, I'm the, we are the next generation, like there is another generation coming up and, and putting oh, Jesus yeah. at the forefront and partnering with those who are um, is so important. So those are some things that have been really wow. Stringing along in my heart. Yeah. See four hours on a plane by yourself. I got lots of, my heart just gets all stirred up. get some reading time, get all the, all the time in that, I, you know, you don't usually always get as, as a mom, but it's good. It's all good. I'm, I'm grateful right. for all of it. Well, so. that's been a good podcast. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. And done. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so true. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I'll, I'll go very quickly. I just picked up a book yesterday or two days ago because I, I didn't bring a good book with me. <laughs> Uh, and so I picked up one. Stake number one. Just kidding. It's, of course, C.S. Lewis is my go-to. I found one I hadn't seen yet or read oh. yet. It's called of, "Of Other Worlds," and it's a. Oh. Um, it's a, it's all about um, what he care like. He's making a case for story. Um, in oh, terms I of bet you're loving awe. that. Oh yeah, and, okay. and how it inspire awe, and how the story itself can be enough, and not it's not just about character development or, or establishing some sort of allegory, but it's about using this tool of story. Anyway, like he's, he's so much smarter Kato. than me. Well, yeah, he's using, he's so much smarter than me. Um, so I'm having to like really sift through it. And it's a collection of essays. So it's not like from start to finish one cohesive That's book. Neat, babe. Yeah. So yeah, I've been reading that a little bit. Um, yeah. And then as far as what, uh, what voices in, in my ear, I'm with you. Um, old Max Licato and, and Jeff Bethke were great. I actually got to go, uh, and I'll talk about this a little bit when we get into the main topic for today, but I got to go to the village church here in Dallas um, for their Saturday night service. And I got to hear, um, you know, everybody usually wants to hear Matt Chandler. And I was just, honestly, I just wanted to go there and just experience the body of Christ, mm -hmm. um, brothers and sisters here in this area, and just celebrate Jesus with, with brothers and sisters from a different state. And uh, I got that. And just to sing and just to worship God with, you know, alongside these these other people. And then uh, Matt Chandler wasn't there, which was totally fine. Bo Hughes got up and actually God used Bo in a remarkable way, in a really unconventional way to um, just encourage me. And um, I'll get into that a little bit more. But awesome. anyway, really good. So that, that's, that's been, um, I guess, created what's stirring in my heart, which is just kind of this affection for uh, the family of God and, and 
both in terms of our our own family, our daughters, and how what you're talking about, Selena, and how we're going to like love them and raise them and, and instruct them in the ways of God mm-hmm. um, at an early age, and what that looks like for us homeschooling, but also the family of God in terms of just what Jeff Bethke was talking about, and how we're part of this spiritual legacy that goes all the way back to Abraham and even further, mm-hmm. and how um, we can just like like one of the highlights for me of seeing Jeff was frankly not necessarily talking to him but like seeing him in person mm-hmm. and being able to wrap my arms around him and just mm-hmm. just give him a hug and just say hey it's so good to see you brother. yeah yeah um, I know that we don't ever like we see each other once every couple of years yeah but just to be able just to embrace a brother um, and just kind of just know like this is it this yeah. is this is life we are serving Jesus and um, we don't get to see each other all the time but you know so we're good. basically all we're all ambassadors in our own areas, right? So, yeah, so good. Um, yeah, so t- so it's been a good week. Um, and and uh, in light of this last week and all the travels and things, that's our topic. So five yeah. ways to maintain integrity while apart for work. Of course, I'm the one that's gone. And um, I've just, I thought, you know, as I was kind of drinking coffee and reading yesterday and, and watching some people, just people watching and then driving down the highway and seeing just the, the um, onslaught of like basically – like uh, sinful temptations, even just on the highway with billboards and things. Yeah. And, um, and I just thought, man, it's, it's, you know, I'm just so thankful that I have a wife that I can be transparent with. I have, um, you know, a savior and a whole, the Holy spirit um, who helped me, um, you know, in, in, in those moments when I'm, when there's literally, I'm totally unhinged. There's nobody else there mm-hmm. who cares about my behavior. Right. And so um, I'm just so thankful for that. And I thought, you know, it would be good to talk about this because, um, you know, I, I think there's probably some people who could benefit from it. So, right. So does that sound all right? Sounds good. Okay, so should we so, dive, dive into the word? Yeah. So our, our scripture, that's exactly right. Um, and of course, the Bible's riddled with scriptures that would support this. But the one we're going to kind of hang our hats on for today is Proverbs twenty five twenty eight? A man without self control is like a city broken into, and left without walls. Um, and then there's another translation I thought was especially, um, especially pertinent. Um, mm-hmm. Person without self control. Let's see, like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who mm-hmm. lacks self control. Um, no, they're similar enough. I apologize. I actually, I'm thinking of the other verse we're going to talk about later. Oh. Um, <laughs> but regardless, yeah, I mean, if you think about a city without walls. Um, Back in the day, you know, when this was written by Solomon, like your kingdom and your walls were your your first line of defense, right? Or even in, in a lot of cases, your last line of defense. I, that's what I meant to say. So it's your last line of defense. So your armies have failed. Your chariots and horses have been stricken down. You're, the, the kingdom, you know, all the people have kind of gathered into behind your walls. I'm thinking of the walls of Jerusalem, right? And... Now, now, without walls, you are just left utterly exposed, right? And so, without self-control, um, without self-control, you are you are like yeah. a city without walls. Uh, the other yeah. verse that I was thinking of was actually Second Timothy two twenty-two. So there's a lot of twos in there. <laughs> two Timothy two twenty-two. Nice. <laughs> uh, the verse is it says, "So flee youthful passion, passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace." along with those who called on the Lord from a pure heart. Uh, the other translations, this is what I was thinking of. The other translation uh, from the New Living Bible is uh, run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living 
faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. So I thought that was just especially pertinent for for our talk today. Right. It seems to illuminate, I feel like, different things. Sorry to interrupt you. I just, like when you read that while you're at home with your family, kind of in your in your sphere, it, it, it illuminates different things. But then when you're away, mm-hmm. it also illuminates different areas. You know, it's mm-hmm. God's word is just, it's so encompassing. I just love it. Yep. Absolutely. Right. So just quickly, um, yeah. five kind of five tools, I guess, or five things based on that premise of maintaining self-control and First off, self-control is not, it's, it is something itself, right? So right. God has given us a, a will and a mind and a spirit to battle sin. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is we don't battle alone. We have the Holy Spirit. I think that's an amazing, that's, a, that's the first big premise. Yeah. Is it's only by God's grace that we call sin, sin, and we call him our savior, right? Okay. So okay. When, you're, when you're away like this, it's one thing just to be like, if, so it, so for a lot of guys, you know, pornography is always an issue. And, and when you're, we have zero accountability, it's really easy just to go to that, right? Whenever you feel a sense of like, you know, you have sexual urges. Um, it's one thing just to say, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to fight that, fight that, fight that. But there's a lot of physiological things going on, mm-hmm. like, and it's an addiction physiologically and emotionally and mentally. In many ways, it's more addictive than even cocaine or like heroin. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you just know that the Holy Spirit is there battling with you and yeah. he will give you, uh, he will renew your desires. He will give you new desires yeah. that are, that are holy. Right. But that sanctification process doesn't happen overnight right? Um, because of this physiological biology that's given us. So first off, trust the Holy Spirit to help you with self-control. Um, mm-hmm. Realize, um, realize what your temptations are and then put, and then these five things that we're talking about are about kind of like being wise in that battle. Right. That's good. That's so good. So I just want to make that distinction because these five tools, you can do those and still fall flat on your face. Yeah. Um, and just know that uh, God's grace is huge and that repentance will always bring us back to Jesus. Right. Um, and that it's part of the sanctification process. So, uh, number one, I'll just go from here. So, again, a man without self control is like a city bro- uh, broken into and left without walls. So, these are tools for going there. So, number one for me, and these aren't in it, these aren't any, any particular. Excuse me. These aren't in in any any particular (laughs) order. Yeah. And I added Um, one in number three, just FYI. Oh, you did? Okay. So the first one is do healthy things to stay busy. Right. So obviously if you're traveling for work, you're going to be pretty busy with work. But what do you do in the evenings? Right. Right. I think that's when um, a lot of guys will find themselves succumbing to temptation. Mm -hmm. And so get out of the hotel room. Do something healthy. Right. With your extra time. And right. so, um, I don't know, Selena, I, I don't want to talk this whole time, but for me, and you can maybe throw out some ideas um, that you're thinking of, but for me, those things look like um, reading. So I love, it's really fun to go to a, a new coffee shop and just sit and read. Don't take yeah. a computer, but just sit and read. We let that kind of soak yeah. into your spirit. It doesn't have to be a, a spiritual book, but it can be something that's just entertaining to you or um, helpful to you. Yeah, uh, I like inter- to go pure entertainment too, not <laughs> not sleazy <Yes>. entertainment, <laughs> of course. Yes, and on the note of entertainment, it's not bad to go to a movie. I just will make it a point to go to a movie that I know is not going to have anything. Um, it's not going to be overly violent or overly right. sexual or anything like that. I just don't, I wouldn't. I don't want to go to a movie alone that I wouldn't go to with you. Right. 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 That's good. Um, and there's a lot of and so. I, I found a movie. I went to go see Thor Ragnarok last night. It was in some like 
dollar theater. I paid two dollars and fifty cents to get in because it's nice. an older movie. <laughs> I didn't realize that, so I was pleasantly surprised. But um, <laughs> probably a little violent, but not too oh, bad. Oh, right? not yeah, but like PG thirteen. Um, there was no swearing, very little swearing, and um, no sexuality or anything like that. It was and it was just entertaining. Right. So that that felt like I was getting out of my room. I wasn't just you know, like in the dark. Like right. Things, right. Things happen things in the happen dark. in the dark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So get out into the daylight, so to speak, of course, yeah. at nighttime. But, um, and then get finally out. working out, like that's been a lot of fun. It's, I, it's really fun to go for runs in different places. I'm not a huge runner. So I like to find, like, I'm here for three days without you this week. So I, my challenge to myself is how can I find three gyms that I can get free guest passes at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still pretty so. cold in Texas. I mean, it was 70 one day, but then the next high the next day was like 35. <laughs> and so. yeah. Yeah, it's a little hard to go outside, but it's good to be out. So, yeah, that's great. Um, so the second thing I think, and I wanted to talk on the third thing too, because I had a little bit of, of, of that, is uh, know yourself, know what tempts you, and steer clear of it. So I feel like it goes pretty hand in hand a little bit with number one of mm -hmm. just you know knowing what triggers you, knowing yourself, um, and as a wife, knowing your spouse mm -hmm. and and not questioning like policing, um, but questioning out of love and helpfulness and grace, you know, how can I, what questions can I ask you to help you? Um, well, that kind of goes into number three though. Steer right? clear. Yeah. So I guess maybe you, you expand on number two, know yourself. So yeah, knowing yourself. So if you're an alcoholic, <laughs> don't go post up and have dinner go. in a, in a bar. Right. Yeah. If you are, um, if, if sex, sexual temptation is a constant thing for you, mm -hmm. um, whether it's online or off, then don't go like, don't book a hotel in some seedy neighborhood right? Mm -hmm. where that stuff's going to be right in front of your face. Right. Um, and should you say not, even maybe like lock your computer in the trunk, you know, or something? Yeah. Yeah. So don't bring your, if, if you're, if you have an addiction to pornography, don't take your computer, which is a portal into the entire right. internet. Right. And into your computer, into your uh, hotel room with you. And I know, right. you know, oh, it might get stolen. Well, lock it in the trunk. It's probably going to be right. safe. Park under a light in the parking lot, right? Right. Um, it's just, it's not worth it. Um, right. you have, and so, and your uh, phone. you know, whatever that temptation yeah. is, just, right. And food is in one of them too. Like, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you eat like, it's so easy to eat like crap when you're not home. Right. And if food is like a, a huge temptation, like don't. You know, even gluttony is something that, and we don't talk about gluttony in the American culture a lot, but right. it's it's still a temptation for men. Yeah. We just yeah. don't talk about it. Right. But if gluttony is something that you continually struggle with, like overeating yeah. and eating just food that you know is not is not healthy for your body, yeah. Um, then you know, don't trips go into not, restaurants. <laughs> yeah, trips are not a yeah. a place to let go. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um. And again, it's it's about self control. It's not it's not about um, legalism. It's just you know we have this new life in Christ. We have the sweet urgency that's afforded to us by the gospel. Mm -hmm. These moments are precious. Don't waste them or use them um, for okay. self satisfaction. Right? right, and the Holy Spirit is transforming our hearts every day, and in small ways and big ways. So um, again, you may not be like feeling like you're on top of it all with listening to these things because I know we aren't. You know, there's definitely places we struggle, but again, God's grace is there to flood us flood mm -hmm. our hearts um, and to meet us where the fruit is still growing and seems so small right now, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, and Absolutely. the next, the next part accountability. Um, and we've talked about this before. Um, 
so I'm going to go to the, so have, have some check-in questions um, that you, you know, are going to be asked on either end. Like I, okay, we're going to check in every night. I'm going to ask you, have you struggled with watching something that you should not have watched? Have, what, what are your areas? So if I know you, what are your areas that you're struggling with? And please know that I'm going to ask and you, sh- you know, as a husband, you're welcoming those questions ideally. Yeah. And I'm not like, okay, yeah. did you do this? It's not a nagging. It's again, coming from a place of, of grace, um, of love and of assurance, wanting, really. yeah, and friendship, wanting you to right. succeed, wanting you to, to live and walk in, in the life that got Jesus accomplished for you, you know? So yeah. how can That's I, so good. what are the questions that I can ask you? Make, make them like, it doesn't have to be like 10. I'm talking like three <laughs> at the most, you know, well, if and you he, know yourself, right. If right. you both are you're living transparently and you know, okay, mm-hmm. this, you know, by God's grace, I have, I'm not an alcoholic. Right. Mm-hmm. But you, if I were, you would say, Hey, how's that going? You haven't had right. a drink, have you? Right. Cause if one drink to an alcoholic is like, right. It's like stepping down this huge slippery slope. Right. Totally. Totally. And so you would yep. ask me that that would be the check-in question. Right. Or like right. even something that before just having the drink, but have you like, don't go into bars, don't go into pubs. Right. right. <laughs> go into where did you, where did you, all... yeah. Where did yeah. you eat tonight? Where, where did you decide to go right. to eat tonight? You know, and they can, they don't have to yeah. be so pointed because again, you know each other and we're, we're talking about it in love. Um, but Just last take an open heart on both sides. Right. And then the next thing, um, that you said, Ryan, last night was last the night before that we FaceTimed, um, bringing up your spouse first. Why don't you share about that? Okay. So, yeah. So again, just to recap quickly, we're about halfway through. This is five ways to maintain your integrity while apart. The first one is do healthy things. The second one is know yourself. What tempts you steer clear of it? And the third one is accountability. And we have a few different ways to um, keep that in place. And the fourth one is what we're on right now is bring your spouse. You bring your spouse with you. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, so I went um, where I'm staying. I did an Airbnb thing. It's right across from this like kind of like Asian fusion place with a bar. I took I took like my books and stuff. I've been reading all this stuff that I got from the church on Saturday. And I was in there reading it. So I sat at the bar because I wanted to sprawl it all out. And this really nice <laughs> bartender, she was a young, uh, she, I'd say she was attractive. I'm not, I mean, just as a state, to state the fact, she started talking and she said, well, and we start, had a conversation. She goes, what are you reading? And as soon as I could, I made it clear that A, I'm reading gospel stuff and I'm, I'm a Christian and B, uh, I have a wife and two daughters at home. <laughs> I love you. And I so, love you. I just brought you with me. And so she wasn't trying to hit on me. She wasn't, she was being just, she's being friendly, but it's so easy to send mixed signals. Right. And so she very easily knew like, okay, very quickly married and I'm just, yeah. And so that this, just in case anything like that were there, she would, she would know. Totally dispel anything. Yeah. Most people like aren't looking to, you know, they're not looking to lure you away. Right. But in the case that they are, then right. <laughs> you've made it very quickly like this is this well, is where I stand. And I think people go on trips and it's like, what's what's wrong with like flirting a little bit? Like it's fine, I'm not gonna do anything, right? It's just kind of like toying with sin and somewhat right. sinning, I feel like. <laughs> not you know, but not right. I, you know, you're you're starting a battle, you really don't need to even fight. So it's like, okay, let's just lay the groundwork here. This is you know, I'm right. happily married. I've got, you know, these things and not being, you know, I'm sure you were fine about it. I'm rub, you know, rubbing in her face or something, but like no. just, well, just she, being well, clear, friend, you know. 
And then it, it honestly, it started another conversation because she, we have a four-year-old daughter and she had a four-year-old daughter. And so awesome. she started talking about, you know, and so that the, anyway, the foundation was set, meaning that yeah. like this, this is, you know, and of course you ha- you have to keep it even from there. You have to still be vigilant, vigilant um, yeah, for to sure. Not, um, to not like seek that validation because right. it is tempting to, like you just said, so it's like, well, what's wrong with flirting? And guys or gals, they may not even think I'm flirting. They might just think, I just want this person to express interest in me because I'm insecure. Right. I'm not going to act on it, but I just need to be validated because they're not my spouse. I'm alone. No one's here to keep me in check. So like, I'm just going to test the waters and see if I still have it. Right. Right. Um, And that's, that's just dangerous, dangerous ground. It's unwise. And it is. um, Well, it's training your confidence in from, from the Lord and and your, your whole world that he's given you, you know? Yep. Um, Uh, The fifth one. um, I'll just dive into it. Yeah. Which is why you're there. It's it's honestly why I'm here, but I've actually gone out of my way to schedule more of these, and it's to meet with people, um, and or meet with brothers or sisters in Christ. So I happen to have a few, you know, work colleagues here that I'm meeting with mm-hmm. who have, happen to be brothers in Christ as well. But I've gone out of my way. I've thought went through my contact list and said, okay, who are the people that I know in this area mm-hmm. that I could just have coffee with, and I could schedule lunches with or dinners right. with? So I'm not just you know, eating unhealthy or, or you know, going places and just right. being alone. That's be good. with people. Be with good people. Be Absolutely. with God's family. Family, right? yeah. And that's, that's I mean, that's one of the beauty, beautiful things about the internet. It's a beautiful thing about airplanes is you can, like, a hundred years ago, you could have never said, I have a good brother in Christ who lives in, you know, 3,000 or 2,000 miles away from me. Right. And, but now I do. Right now right. we have that blessing. Right. So it's really fun to get together with those people and celebrate. Um, their lives to celebrate right. what God is doing in them, through them, and their family, but also through their work. Right. Um, and so, go out of your way to meet with yeah. people. And it's um, that- like that. Along those lines, I'm, I'm talking. I'm sorry, but along okay. those lines, if you happen to be in town on a Wednesday, a lot of times churches will have like a Wednesday night service. Like, go be a right. part of the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, or on a weekend, obviously, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, you do that as absolutely. well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that goes along with, um, it's just a, another thin layer of accountability, you know? It's just mm-hmm. um, having having those brothers in Christ. I mean, obviously, you're not meeting sisters. I'm assuming you're saying when you meet with sisters, you're a woman traveling and, like, meeting with other women in Christ. Right, right. I, wouldn't, I mean, you no, may oh, meet yeah, with somebody, with you would alone. never meet with them alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so having those boundaries in place. Um, and then having having friends. So meeting with, with brothers and where you're at, but also meeting with people, um, having those advocates for your covenant with you. We, I'm, I'm calling them covenant advocates for right now, but friends mm-hmm. basically that you are touching base with saying, mm-hmm. I'm out of town. Um, this is, these are what, this is kind of my schedule. This is whatever. Um, please check in with me at all times, whenever you want. And all the, just giving free reign to those, those people who are advocating for your marriage, who love you, who are looking out for your best. Um, mm-hmm trusted, respected friends. Um, so, good. Jesus. So, um, uh, so our, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we're going to wrap. Speaking of that, I actually have a meeting with a brother. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going like to go to, I know I was just going to do the couples challenge real quick yes. and then we can, we can move on. Um, so get some couples challenge for these five ways to maintain integrity while you're apart from work. The first one, again, do healthy things to stay busy, have healthy fun to know yourself. What tempts you? tempts Mm -hmm. you and steer clear of it. Three, accountability. um, Some of those check-in questions, software filtering, keep your spouse first. 
Uh, four, bring your spouse with you. Mention them quickly and proudly and sweetly. Uh, five, meet with other brothers and or mm-hmm. sisters in Christ if you're a woman traveling. Um, so get some check-in questions and points in place ahead of the trip. I would say, I would say if you have a mm-hmm. trip coming up, um, your challenge is to get some questions in place. And also along that, talk through your schedule while you're away. Okay, I'm meeting with mm-hmm. this person That's at this good. time. This is what I've got. So that you all are kind of on the same page of what's happening in your day. And as a wife, I can check in and say, how's it going tonight? What's going on? How can I pray mm-hmm. for you? What are you struggling with? You know, so um, just some quick challenge real there, right there. It's all so Boom. good. Done. So good. Um, <laughs> all right. So normally we would do some Q&A. Like I said, I'm run, I've run. run out of time. I'm actually, so the guy I'm meeting with is, his name is Scott Kadersha. Scott Kadersha. He's actually a marriage writer. He's a, a marriage minister here in Dallas. So mm. anyway, he has a great blog. Um, check him out. I think it's scottkadersha.com. And uh, he's got some great resources. I just thought I'd give him an un- unsolicited shout out here <laughs> awesome. on the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Good. Um, he's a, he's a marriage resources guy. here. And extremely encouraging. And our, I mean, Selena, you got, we got to meet with him about three, four years ago. Yeah. Even then when we just met, he was so encouraging. Um, him so and John good. McGee from Watermark yeah. here in Dallas. They've been so great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm about to go meet with him and have some lunch with the Watermark marriage team. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for something tangible um, to begin uh, helping your marriage, I guess, or just to help you grow, we have a resource for you. It's called Five Habits for a Healthy Marriage. Uh, it's a free ebook. Um, we spent a lot of time on it, designing it and stuff, and we just want to give it to you because it's one of it's based on one of our more um, mm-hmm. more widely read blog posts. Yeah. Um, if you want that, it's yours. Just go to fivehabits.us. That's fivehabits.us. You can download it completely for free. And um, hopefully that blesses you. That's awesome. Um, yeah. That, I, well, last ahead. week we were saying we were going to talk about this week, how to date like newlyweds, no matter how long you've been married. So I think we'll postpone right. that for the next, for next time. Um, because we just, we didn't realize we'd be a part and how this was all going to work out. So yeah, well, we thought um, we'd get it done ahead of time and we just yeah, never got it recorded. It's <laughs> um, our life guys, but we're so but also, happy. To, yeah. I'm, oh, go ahead. I'm interrupting you. Cause I'm all so right. excited. I'm sorry. And we don't, I can't see your face. So I know. I just, okay so next week we have the most uh monumental announcement that that we've ever had to date and that we can't cannot wait to share that with you yeah um, that will be in addition to the normal podcast but yeah just so if you're a regular listener do not miss next week if you're a new listener do not miss next week if you're not even <laughs> listening right now don't mess don't miss, don't next, miss week. next week <laughs> because <laughs> we have a huge announcement we couldn't be more excited about yeah and, um yeah so other than that if you have any questions um you can ask us um mm-hmm. and how how you ask is totally up to you if you want to call in or send us a text here is the number 971-333-1120 that is 971-333-1120 if you want to send a question in via the internet go to fiercemarriage.com slash ask ASK. That's fiercemarriage.com slash ask. And you can submit your questions there. Normally we have enough time to go through a few of those this week. Uh, we just, we ran out of time. So anyway, anything yeah. goes, ask us stuff. And if we can, we'll, we'll try to help you. And of course we yeah. try to go through the ones that are kind of thematic. Um, so they help as many people as possible. So, yes. Thanks for listening guys. We're so appreciative. We are again, all on all the big socials, Facebook, Instagram, sort of the YouTubes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to check anything else out, go to fierce, 
fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. And um, what there was one other thing I was going to share, but I forgot. Oh, Fierce fierce Wives and Fierce Husbands. Those are closed uh, groups on Facebook that we've started that we're kind yeah. of jumping into um, a, having a safer place to have uh, more sensitive topics discussed. So if you want to look us up, uh, the it's Fierce Wives is for the wives or to be wives or if you want to be a wife. <laughs> and, and you just search for it on Facebook. Yeah. Search, search for it on Facebook. So anyways, so I'll throw that out there. Resource for y'all. All right. Um, Texas well, is still on me. I'm saying y'all. <laughs> you were crazy. Here for two it's nights. crazy how it flows, you know? <laughs> Selena, I love you and I miss you. I love you, you babe. I, I miss you. you too. It's good to hear and, your voice. Uh, our fierce listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't mind, uh, please like rate subscribe all that stuff leave a comment leave a rating mm-hmm. uh, go to itunes leave a rating and a comment that helps us a lot helps other people figure out if they want to hear this podcast or not um, <laughs> other than that i think this episode is in the can in the can all right all right everyone right. till next time and stay fierce and there's not going to be any uh outro music so just just imagine it <laughs> make your own <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you again take care bye Actually, I figured it out. All right, guys, we will see you next time. Take care.